0: Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. And today we're going to be diving into phase three. And you know what? Phase three is here. See, where we are at in the world right now, and even before I dive into it, I've been fascinated by, man, who I was at the beginning of covid Uh, You know, in the midst of the chaos, which is phase two, and now going into phase three, which is the economic. And I've always been fascinated by human behavior. Right? What it takes for someone to change. What causes it? What it took me to change? What caused me to change, especially in 2020, when I started literally looking at all my relationships and saying, is this even worth like, like continuing in society? Bullshit ass politics, history, whatever it is, what drives us over all? And I can tell you right now, in any crisis, let's go back to the very, you know, contemporary version first. OK, if we could go back two to three years <laughs> looking at the beginning. All right. Now, the yeah, I wouldn't say the, the political standpoint of it wasn't too evident. Uh, not until obviously the big movements, uh, movements started happening all around the world in terms of, you know, you know, black, uh, you know, quote unquote, black people wanted equality in America. And then everything began erupting with COVID well, just before that. And then racism just took off. And then the political aspect of it. it oh, my God. There was just so much division, so much upset, so much nationalism. You know, in terms of vaccines and stuff like that, that had killed a lot of people, not only in China, but in Thailand, too, saying, oh, no, we can only have the Chinese vaccines and they didn't even want to import them. Obviously, this is due to a lot of corruption. You name it. The pandemic, even the crisis now with inflation, chaos in the economic world, all the other fear porn, as you may have been seeing on bullshit, as YouTube saying 30 days until the economic collapse, as if there's a day where everything falls apart oh my god the war in europe listen it's easy to get discouraged with everything i just said but i can tell you right now that we are actually in a very moment that right now it is great to do personal development just as i am doing to keep the head on my shoulders but guess what there are tens of millions of people who aren't who desperately need this who desperately need personal development who needs this podcast or whatever it may be and you know In the midst of all the chaos, especially at the beginning of phase one back in 2020, which I'm going to be discussing, it was Eric Thomas that kept my head on my shoulders, uh, listening to him on a routine basis, watching his videos and stuff like that. There was, you know, obviously me and being, you know, me being closer than ever with Mirror Butler at the time. Uh, who is, who was my transformation coach at the uh, at the time, and then Trent Shelton and a number of people who came in my life, including Brenda Bouchard at the very very beginning, who began to stir a lot of things in me before I began, you know, listening to his High Performance Habits book on YouTube, and then finally diving into Growth Day as of last year. But you know, with all that being said, this is what the three phases are, and what we're going to start discussing. And basically, every big problem tends to have three phases, right? Three phases. That's to lead, to survive, and to prosper, right? So if we look at phase one, right? It was what was happening at the very beginning, what was going down. It was about hunkering down and protecting and checking your health and the well-being of your family, right? And again, that. That major emotional and mental mode of the fear of what was happening, especially in late February going into March when it had officially taken off in 2020, that's what started everything. The protectionism, right? The lockdowns. Seeing the beginning of COVID was terrifying for a lot of us, and the change was massive. It was abrupt as hell. Staying home and not connecting. That was, I'm telling you right now, probably from March 23rd onward, it was very difficult for me for about a few days because the uncertainty and saying, okay, we're gonna open back up. And you know, at the end of March in two weeks, oh, we're gonna open back up in April 30th. Okay, July 1st. I didn't get back to work for about four months. You can imagine being able, you know, craving that connection with everyone and going to the gym in the morning. And you know, te- you know, uh, teaching and training the corporate finance and people weren't accustomed to learning online just yet. These were the things that scared the living shit out of me, right? And seeing what the hell was happening right before my eyes, it was so hard for me to adapt. I, uh, you know, I was you know watching some motivational videos and just kept. I had a routine in the morning, going up and down the stairs and. Listening to Eric Thomas's, uh, oh my God, he came out with an audio book, which was amazing at the time. Still trying to overcome my past as long, you know, as well as not having a very firm connection with all the people who I am so close to today, including my soon-to-be wife. I mean, Jesus, man. And that's, and all of you could look at it, right? All of you could look at those really big problems that we have in the world. It all starts with the lead, and that lead phase one is terrifying. But they're going to phase two. But to be honest with you, it's not so different from phase one. You might go, you know, I might not like it, but this is happening. Okay? I don't know when it was, but I think it was probably around April, maybe in May. I said, you know what? It is what it is. How can I adapt? How can I adapt? The changes are here. What do I need to do now to figure this out and cope with it, deal with the stress and the obligation of the new change? Being able to center yourself and manage your stress of the change. You know, then those conversations about well-being and wellness started coming up, right? Getting comfortable in the new uncomfortable. And if you look at what was happening, obviously in America at the time, it was like, you know, the dominant message was about Wellness, how to deal with it mentally, emotionally, spiritually. People started pumping out a ridiculous amount of Netflix uh, series in regards to COVID. Um, You know, people staying home, being on video, and, you know, then dealing with things and it being so difficult for a lot of people, just taking in all the news. And then you see all these people going on these uh, older, you know, music videos saying, oh, my God, I'm here because COVID and this and that. It's the stresses, And dealing with that stress of the new normal, that's that adaptation, right? That's what happens all the time in phase two. It's finally saying to dealing with it, coping with it, and saying, okay, well, listen, I got to deal with this one way or another. But guess what? People still haven't changed and adapted until that phase three comes, which is forced. You're going to have to develop that real productivity. I don't know when this happened. I started, you know, building up. Uh, it wasn't even till like last year, I uh, had my TOEFL ITP course that I finally debuted. And I had to girl from Mexico buy it uh, in May of 2021. Was it May of 2021? Yeah, it was just before that. It was amazing. I was so and truly unbelievably grateful for it, you know? But it wasn't, if it wasn't for COVID and everything and phase one and finally dealing with it and then finally saying, Hey, you know what? This job is really not supporting me financially. What can I do? It took me about one year to figure it out. Sure, I had a couple of people on a very broken membership at the time because I didn't know what the hell I was doing and stuff like that. But I said, how am I going to figure this out? Because when the massive wave Delta came at the beginning of April, the company I was training at, they were gone. They never came back. It was a perfect excuse for them not to come back. Right? They were really excited about obviously learning English and stuff like that. So for Delta to come, this is the perfect excuse to hurry up and drop me off. I said, oh boy, well, they're gone. But I was like, I'm excited for the challenge. And so at some point, things really do get complicated in phase two. Right? And I can tell you right now, the current environment, let's say, you know, in USA, let's say around the world you know, the peace, the prosperity, you know, if you, if you think about it, you know, let's just say the government was doing their thing for the last decade, 2010 to 2020, or their government in your country, whatever may be happening, I'm not trying to generalize or over-index because I know a lot of people, they, they never got that change, right? Um, but then the, div- the, the division and separation, that started happening and then you were forced to pick a side. If you look at the culture of the last decade, we're talking 2010 to 2020, people still, hey, left behind. You know, some people are still left behind, they're not making it, they're not getting any support. And then a lot of people still today are like, things will get back to normal. No, maybe we need to change, right? So many people are resistant to change, which makes it inevitable. Now check this out, there's no longer a pandemic. There is no longer a pandemic. Here in Thailand, they're still posting numbers and stuff like that, but nobody truly really gives a fuck. I'm seeing more and more masks come off, you know, more people just leveling their mask, you know, walking and stuff like that. Me, I'm just like, who gives a damn? I got two to three months of immunity. Like life has gone on. Monkeypox, that was just all for like basically ad revenue just to, you know, the fear monger a little bit more. They know that that shit ain't shit, right? But now it's the economic right? The printing of money that lost in productivity for a lot of countries is now making the inflation go up and that's threatening the recession. And I don't listen to all the, oh my God, there are channels that have been talking about recession since 2016. And guess what? They get a lot of views. Why? They're just like the media. They like to scare, scare, scare because it gives them money, money, money based on ad revenue, Right. That changes force, nonetheless. Major companies are already laying off 10 to 20% of their workforce. Elon Musk is doing this probably in the last year and a half, although Tesla is just like one of those very anomaly, you know, type of companies. But if you look at it, a lot of companies are laying off their workforces right now. Difficult dec- decisions are being made right now. You know, you see, settling in is disruptive because change didn't happen sufficiently. So it's kind of like phase two is the earthquake with the plates, the tectonic plates rubbing together and stuff like that. And if people aren't quickly to adapt, that tsunami is going to come in and wipe everything out. Obviously, the first thing that comes to mind is the 2004, you know, uh, tsunami that came out here. Remember, I was telling you when I went to um, Phuket, I wasn't too far from Cowluck where 5,000 people had died and I was going to go there. Then I told my girlfriend, hey, I'm not going there. that that, that I'm not going on that beach. Are you crazy? There were dead people on that beach. Oh, that was X amount of years ago. There were dead people on that beach. I'm not going. And so, nonetheless, going back to it, phase two, that earthquake, the plates rubbing together, it's causing all that friction. Next so, you know, a six, a seven, an eight magnitude can happen at any time. But what are you going to do between that phase two and that phase three? Those earthquakes, that earthquake actually happening. And before the tsunami gets there, you're going to prepare, right? Because if you don't prepare you're gonna end up just completely confused. Like a lot of those foreigners were on the beaches in Phuket and still just completely oblivious to what was happening before their eyes, all the water receding outward and them having no emotional, like, like no emotional awareness or sense of urgency to get the hell out of there equals death, you know? And so going back to the economic standpoint, nations need to become more productive. GDP drops, inflation goes up, recession's down here. You got to now focus on cash flow. And now you're seeing it spread across a lot of companies. You need to show up in a different way with performance edge, high performance habits, right? You need to produce to survive. And the real separation happens in the new world during this time. If you look at any war, recession, any change in your own life of a major crisis, when it hit It took a while to make a change, right? You're grasping at security in the old world, in the old world. You didn't want that bad thing to happen. And then it led to mental denial, which was phase one, then going into phase two. And now, again, looking at it, phase two, that's kind of who I was in August 2020. That's uncertainty. You know, I was like, oh, my God, it's August 2020. I hadn't met my uh, girlfriend just yet. I met her uh, the second week of September, and to be honest with you, I was just relying on a lot of people. Some people were like, oh, okay, well, let you know, when we start again, I'm like, oh, my God, that's X amount of money. What am I going to do? That type of uncertainty scared the living hell out of me, but it forced me to really think about it and say, how am I going to go about doing this? Remember, I told you uh, guys about the two nasty old women that I had worked for for such a long time, who were nickel and diming me for a very long time, three and a half years. She disrespected me in a chat message saying, oh, I could have gotten somebody else to come here because she was basically saying I wasn't that good at the job. Contacted the other lady. I said, I've now resigned. I'm no longer available. I'm permanently unavailable to you. Did I really want to do that? No. Scared me. Phase one of me. Would have said no, 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 no Arsenio. Just make, make ends meet, and you know, just be nice, and you'll be able to work. Da da da, da. No, I said fuck that. I'm said I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared, but I'm gonna adapt right here. I went from phase one to phase three immediately. I went to oh my god. Message to okay. Well, Arsenio, you've just taken away seventy five percent of your salary per month, beginning at the beginning of August. It was very emotionally draining. (laughs) It was on my conscious mind. I couldn't believe it because, dude, I mean, just given the fact that COVID just hit, what, five months prior, I'm just like, oh, no. This is is getting worse. And I had to do what was right, although they were the breadwinner in April, especially in May, June, July. They were massive breadwinners in terms of my salary per month. But then I said, enough is enough. July 17th, I got my first ever international payment from a student in Peru. And I said, you know what? This is gonna work. And that was the beginning. That was me grasping onto a new world. And so, you know, that phase two was when I started my uh, membership. I started executing, started sharing a lot of different things. And after, of course, August of 2020. And so... If you insert a crisis, any crisis, there's major uncertainty in phases one, two, and then of course, three. Well, phase three requires you to adapt and to look at different ways and say, hey, I've got this right now, what am I gonna do? You know, it's been happening to me a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't say a crisis, but I think I hit a phase one, probably rock bottom about two weeks ago, because I realized the very amazing months of, let's say, March, April, May, June, Uh, not June so much, June was okay, but then July, which wasn't that good, and then August, I'm like, holy shit, me looking at this month, I'm saying to myself, hmm, okay, it's a little ugly right now. All those leads, all those things, all those people I knew it should probably was gonna go away to begin with. What can I do now? How am I gonna adapt? And of course there are like three big things, one of which I am living in the neighborhood right now. I wanted to kick off and start off, start advertising and start building up and start teaching children in this village. Okay, so what do I need to do? What do I need to write down? How am I gonna go about advertising? Can they QR code me? Can they do this? Can they do that? What can I do? How am I going to start teaching these kids? How am I going to go about talking to them and talking to the parents? This is the beginning. If I wanted to, if this was like, it's the change that needs to happen. And yeah, sure as hell, it's going to be, you know, it's it's a little scary considering who I'm going to be going up against. You know, not going up against. It's going to be just me versus me, but... It's either that or I'm just going to be sitting here just having this project saying, oh, okay, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. i get to it. No, you have the ability to start making a significant amount of money right now. Are you going to do it? That's it. The online, it's kind of gone right now unless things start picking up. But you can't wait. you got the biggest months of your year and the biggest year of your life coming up next year. Can't just wait around. I got to go straight into creativity mode, which is phase three. That's what you have to do by building your habits. So with that being said, people, stay tuned for more over and out.